You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the power of the pause. Hopefully you didn't check your iPhone or your radio thinking that you lost your signal. But the power of the pause, it's something that I've had to learn as a keynote speaker, something I've had to embrace in you know this journey of life not only as a, a co-parent, but also just in, you know, my day-to-day, you know, things that we need, things that we want. And for me, you know, that's really what, you know, I think is is tough in this space. And, you know, I was just listening, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and V Friends, they just announced um, that they're going to have some of their toys for V Friends or their, you know, there's gonna be some plushies and um, some of the characters from V Friends will be in Macy's and Toys R Us. And Gary was on, um, you know, on the Bankless podcast today, and it was a great interview. I'm a big fan of the the Bankless team, um, and and I'll just honestly say, like, one of the things that Gary was talking about was, you know, where he's been right over the last couple, um, you know, weeks or months, um, as far as like you know, building, and you know, I I, I always have a problem with people that are, you know, that are not willing to admit that they've decided to pause or they've decided to shift their focus, right? Um, we hear this adage here in the NFT space where, you know, I'm just head down building. Well, if you're head down building, what the hell are you actually building? What is that? What is the outcome of that, right? It's okay to say, hey, I'm, I haven't been doing as much. I haven't had the the drive or the focus. I, I, I've been, you know, it's been a, a struggle for me to stay dialed in. But when we start to make like excuses or we start to, um, you know, make these claims. I think that's where a big problem, you know, um, incurs. And I know as a public speaker, you know, when I'm telling stories, one of the things that I, you know, I recognize is that I talk fast. I know shocker for everybody that's listening, but I also recognize that part of the reason that I talk fast is, you know, it's my excitement. It's my neurodiversity where I have so much to say and so many things going on in my head. But I also recognize that you know, for things to, you know, have the the weight that they deserve, oftentimes I have to deliver them with a punch, but also deliver them with a pause to allow the audience to catch up, allow them to soak it in. And even for them to, you know, for you, the audience to break, really just like sit in what I've just had to say. And I think when it comes to that, it can be really difficult. And in some cases it can feel overwhelming. But when you get a really good pause and someone really takes you on that journey and they lead you to that end, but they, they, they leave you sit there and they bring you back, that can really be the difference between a great storyteller and an average one. It can be the difference between someone taking away um, the things that you want them to take away from 
a talk or an interview um, and not. And I will say it's one of the things that I have uh, the greatest respect for. You know, I love watching documentaries. And if you watch anyone that's interrogating someone, they often will just let that silence sit. And they'll actually let it sit even more uncomfortable than I just did there. And I'll tell you, that was hard for me. It's, I hate silence. If you've seen me on Twitter spaces, if you hang out with me at dinner, I'm not one that has to be the center of attention. I'm not often one that is driving the conversation. But if there is a lull or there is that kind of white noise, I, I just it's just who I am. I, I like to feel that. I like to throw things out there. But the reason I, I say that is because, you know, I think we have to give each other, you know, give ourselves grace, but we also have to recognize that a lot of our impatience is not really the result of a project not delivering what we want them to deliver. But a lot of it has to do with maybe our financial situation change, right? We were we used to be, you know, operating at this certain pace. And then, you know, maybe that that changed and now we have more time in these discords. We're going in more Twitter spaces. So what do we want? We want more. But let's just take a you know fact for a fact. What's going on in the world today? What's going on in the market? You know, as a whole, you know, the whole world is 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 really in disarray for for many cases. And you know, I'll tell you, I, I watched the documentary uh, overnight last night. I couldn't really sleep much. And there is the um, the GameStop documentary that is on Netflix. There's another one. I think that was on Hulu. Um, it came out a couple months ago. There's a brand new one that came out on uh, Netflix. It is a must watch, in my opinion. Um, no matter what your thoughts are in the whole GameStop, uh, GameStop, uh, you know, Robin Hood uh, scenario. I actually happened to be on stage uh, in in Clubhouse when the founder of of Games of uh, Robin Hood came in there. But you know, I was watching that documentary and I was thinking to myself, you know, like. You know, what does it take for us to take profits, right? What does it what does it mean for us to recognize that what we have is good enough? And you know, I understand like there's that whole adage like never settle, right? Like never settle. But I, I think we should challenge that narrative, right? I think part of our mental health pro you know issues that we have, part of this like grind hustle culture is that we're not willing to pause or to settle into certain things that exist in our lives, in our world, right? And I would argue, you know, in this NFT space, we've been really bad at it. I'm, I've been bad at it as well. And I've actually been thinking about this because there was a time where, you know, and, and I will say, I think this was the end of May that, you know, I was looking at our team and I said, you know, I wonder what, I wonder what this project, you know, what this project, what is the weight of this project of buying an NFT every day and doing the podcast every day, if we just decide to pause for a month, right? And I remember when NFT Now, that podcast for NFT Now, um, paused, right? They decided to take the summer off, and I don't think they're back yet. Um, I know two other podcasts that were, um, quote unquote, you know, competing with us, decided to take the summer off. And at the time, you know, I looked at that as weakness, and that might have been a mistake on my part, right? Because I don't understand. I don't know what was the t- determining factor. That- in them taking that pause. And I think that's something that we all have to own. And I think that's why I'm so anti flip shaming and I'm anti, you know, if someone wants to sell an NFT, if you bought uh, one of my AI NFT pieces this past Friday and your situation changes and you need to sell it, I will never ever 
be the one that will guilt you or shame you or, or, or break you down for that. There are founders that will do that. There are founders that were interviewed on this podcast that are, that is the reason that I am no longer associated with many of them because of the way that they treat the way that they bully others. And, but I also think it's not even bullying, right? There's in some cases it's our, it's, it's really that lack of empathy, right? Our, you know, we, if we can't walk in the shoes of those people or we can't understand at that level, what they're going through, then who are we to judge what they're doing or how they're doing or what's going on? And, and I will say like, I believe that I, I know this for a fact there, there are, you know, I'm advising a, a, a slew of NFT projects at the moment. And I believe all of them have hit a, a pause button um, in, in one shape or form. And part of that was because pausing and reassessing, right? Pausing and reevaluating, pausing and recognizing that we need to, you know, go wider, not deeper, or whatever that may be. And I guess, you know, I was thinking about this and, you know, at the end of the Gary V uh, interview on Bankless, uh, the team, you know, the, the guys over there at Bankless said, Hey Gary, you know, last question. I want to, I want to um, ask you like your opinion on crypto and what is your, like, what is your view at the future of crypto? And Gary paused for a second and he, and he said, you know what? I don't really have a good grasp on crypto. He's like, I'm not even really sure which crypto I hold. I hold a couple of them, but I'm focused on NFTs and building and my business and the, the Vayner company. And I don't have a good pulse on that crypto side. And for me, I put this out there because you can love him or hate Gary Vee. Um, not everyone has, it's not, he's not for everyone, but there's one thing that I respect with him more so than anything else is that, you know, he is very comfortable in his own skin. And I believe in many ways, his ability to admit what he doesn't know or to not take that bait and just answer that question because, you know, it's a bankless podcast and they mostly talk about crypto. The fact that, you know, he was willing to admit what he doesn't know. And I, and I actually put this in the YouTube comments. You know, when you can admit what you don't know, it adds validity to what you do know. But I'm going to throw a new one out there that I've been kind of like noodling in my head. I'm like, you know, this is me noodling. You know, if you are willing to, to pause because you don't know where you're going or you're not sure what's next, that actually probably gives you more conviction and more confidence for what the next step is that you take. And I guess, you know, for me, this is one that I'll just say, you know, you have to slow down to speed up. And that's been a lesson throughout this entire journey of this podcast, right? We, we launched the podcast and within that first 30 days, realized that the name was not going to be something easy to be said. You know, the original name of this show was N3F6T5, uh, which is just, you know, it's a cryptic way of saying NFT365, right? And there are many things for me that I, I know myself enough to know that I benefit from pressing the damn button. I benefit from raising my damn hand. I benefit in almost all cases from not overthinking something and being willing to dive all in and jump on it. But here's the truth. It also comes back to haunt me. You know, with what we're launching right now, you might have noticed I've not been, um, you know, putting out a lot of dates or things out there as much as I maybe have in the past because my team has helped me assess and realize that sometimes that I was making claims or I was saying there was things that were going on 
and I'm someone that wants to back up what I have to say. But in some cases, I've had to sacrifice what was best for me to focus on in order for me to just deliver on something that my mouth just kind of blurted out or I just went so fast that I didn't think or I didn't, you know, I didn't wrap my head around all of the repercussions. And as I said, that can be, you know, a blessing and a curse. But I think I, for one, am too often, I look at those that pause, I think about the pause side, or I think about those that are taking a break as a sign of weakness. And you know what? That's not okay. And we need to be better. I need to be better. Because you know what? It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to realize that today is not your day and you're going to take a break and you're going to give yourself grace. Because you know what the problem happens is when we let one bad thing or one bad scenario bleed into two bad days and bad three bad days and then three weeks and then three months. I think there is something really beautiful about our ability to recognize that sometimes the best decision or the best course of action is not taking any in that moment. Now, it's not always the case, and there are plenty of scenarios that kind of go on all ways. But I was just taking stock about this whole landscape that we're in right now. And I'll challenge you, right? If you are overwhelmed or you have anxiety around your favorite NFT's floor price or what's going on, what if you just took a pause? What if you decided not to look at OpenSea for the next week, next three weeks, next month? What if you decided to shift your hyper-focus, if you're hyper-focused like me, to something else? I will tell you, I took a pause the last couple of weeks on being a degen and buying and selling NFTs. And most people are going to be like, oh, of course you did, Brian, because the market was down and things aren't buying and selling. That's No, that's not the case. I'm a gambler. I, I love playing poker. I Just because I'm not getting good cards doesn't mean I'm just going to sit around and wait. If I'm not getting good cards, I'm going to find a weakness. I'm going to exploit it because I don't care what the cards are that I have in front, of, in front of me. That's just the truth. But what I have to say is that that pause for me was not voluntary. It was mainly just because so many things were going on. We are going so fast that that was something I had to pause. And when I started to come back to what I was you know, hyper-focusing on, the AI art became my hyper-focus. And I'll just say this morning I woke up, I was excited to record this episode. I was excited. I need to work on my slides, uh, finish my slides for a crypto business conference happening next week. And I realized in that moment that I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I had a little bit of anxiety this morning. I was feeling a little bit of this like pressure and it was pressure I put on myself. And what I decided to do was I decided to pause and I said, you know what, I'm going to finish this art for our drop this Friday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a pause and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let that be my focus for this morning. And I'm going to say I had a good time and I am really proud of the art. And if you've been listening closely this week to the podcast, I've actually already given away the title of what the art is for both of our NFTs that we're dropping this Friday at 11, 11 a.m. But what I, what I guess I, this the whole point of this and the reason I want to take this angle on this episode is that we are impatient and we do want things now and we want things, you know, faster and, and we want it better and we want it where we want it, when we want it, how we want it. But I also think we have to own that if we want to prioritize our mental health, if we want to be more empathetic, 
We can't also do all those other things. Some things have to give. And I, for one, should know that because I will tell you one of the greatest things that I've ever done with my ADHD is that I take a drug holiday once a week. Now, this is not medical advice. I am not a doctor. I did not stay in a holiday inn. I have no medical degree, no letters after my name. But I had a doctor that I was worried about my, my, medica- my medication and having the dose ramp up too much. And what he said was, he's like, this isn't really like FDA approved, but you know, if you took a day off every seven days from taking your medicine, then what it will do is it'll, it'll allow your body to kind of stay regulated. You won't have to keep escalating the amount that you have to take because it really impacted my, younger, my youngest brother and it's something I didn't want to happen to me. But here's the crazy part about that, right? I've been diagnosed now 10 years. I've been on Adderall uh, almost eight years. I've stayed pretty damn committed to taking that pause that one day. But I'll tell you the hardest part of that is that day I am pretty worthless. I struggle to stay motivated, stay focused. I'm hungry nonstop. It, I, am all, I can fall asleep just sitting where I'm at. And it, it, is, it is tough. But I've known every single time that the, the flip side of me not pausing is that the medication starts to wear its head and have side effects and change my personality. And then I'm going back to square one and I'm not gonna be able to get the benefits that I get out of it. And I guess that to me is like kind of the lesson that I want to take into NFTs and web three. If we believe in the outcomes that we want to achieve, we have to go back and look and say, where does sleep come in? Where does rest come in? Where does pause come in? Where does our shifting of our focus away from things that we can no longer control? Because weirdly enough with my medication, no one has checked up on me. Not one time as a doctor checked up because it's a doctor I had in Arizona to check up on me and say, hey, Brian, are you, are you taking your drug holiday each week? But I'm very proud. I, I would say I don't do it every single week, but for the most part, you know, maybe I miss four or five weeks total a year where I, I, don't take, I don't take the break. But the funny thing about that is it's because every time I, don't, I, I go to not, you know, I'm like, oh, no, I got to take my medicine. I got to get these things done. I think about that end piece and it's like, nope, it's not worth it. And I guess that's where I'm at right now is that we have to ask ourselves is, you know, are some of the things we're putting ourselves through or some of the things that we're dealing with are some of the things we're, you know, spending all of our waking time on really worth it for us to do that. And is it any result going to change from it? And more so than anything else, is it getting you any closer to the success you defined from the beginning? If you have a clear definition of what success looks like for you in this NFT space, then reverse engineer back from that and ask yourself, what do you need to be doing right now so that you can still achieve that success? My guess is it's not going to be harping on founders to be delivering utility. It's not going to be staying in Twitter spaces until 4 a.m. You're going to find other things that are going to be important. And one of them just might be pausing or at least slowing down so that at the right time, you can speed up. Until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? 
For details, keep listening to NFT365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, the show is over.